Broadcasting from within the borders of the greatest success story the world has ever known, the United States of America. It's time for an honest discussion from a fresh, new conservative voice. The C.L. Bryant Show. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, throughout the fruited plains of the greatest nation on the face of the planet. The greatest success story the world has ever known, and that is America. I want to thank each and every one of you for coming along with us daily as we build the bridge to conversation throughout our great nation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. I am C.L. Bryant coming to you live from the Rocky Mountain State of Colorado. Yes, this is my new digs. Jane and I have made the move up here and we are expecting to become a part of the landscape right here in the Denver area of Colorado. Hey, uh, a lot of things are happening. A lot of things we must talk about today and we will get to them today. If you don't get both hours of the C.L. Bryant show, be sure to download free the C.L. Bryant show app and follow me on Twitter at Rev C.L. Bryant, R-E-V, at Rev C.L. Bryant. Shout out to Black Voices for Trump, of which I am a board advisory board member, one of the founding advisory board members of Black Voices for Trump. They are doing fantastic, phenomenal things in creating an awakening in the black community. And also a shout out to Freedom Works. Freedom Works uh, is the largest grassroots organization in the nation, of which I am proud to be a senior fellow there. But coming to you now, wearing my C.L. Bryant show hat uh, today and everything that comes out of my mouth, full disclosure, is me. That's what I am saying uh, to you as me. Okay, and uh, unbroken, unbowed before anybody. The C.L. Bryant Show, building the bridge to conversation. Hey, folks, listen. Uh, I am seeing here that um, well, the Senate Republicans um, reject any plans that may dismiss uh, Trump uh, impeachment. Okay. In other words, they, they want to go through with all of this. Now, you know, quite frankly, um, eh, probably the better part of valor. It, it would be easy to just say, no, uh, this is all, you know, uh, fabricated, a bunch of hooey and so forth. But you know what? The way this thing has been working out and what uh, some have intended for evil, and that's scripture, what Satan intends for evil, God turns this for good. And I'm seeing that happening right now as far as this impeachment thing is concerned. Uh, hey, the other night, uh, the president comes out into uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, which, of course, in Louisiana, the Super Bowl, uh, the Superdome, rather, where all the Super Bowl should be held, by the way. 
Uh, but they're in the super dome. A surprise to everybody. Uh, the other night, the president comes out along with the fabulous first lady, Melania. And um, the, the crowd, if you could just see the faces. And by the way, mega, mega, mega shout out to the Bayou Bengals, the LSU Tigers, now national champions football throughout the U.S., the reigning kings of college football. Yeah, last year it would have been the Saints, but you know what happened. It was a bad call. But the president comes out (laughs) in that stadium there in New Orleans, and uh, you could see the stunned, shocked, delighted looks on the people in the stadium, on the field, uh, the cheerleaders, everybody. Everybody was uh, surprised at his appearance there, and it was a great day. So uh, to have someone like Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, and the rest of that gang bring these types, these type of uh, groundless, faceless uh, accusations against the commander-in-chief, president of the United States, Donald John Trump, to have that to be done in the way that it was done and not uh, utterly put it down for what it is. And formally and publicly, if we do not formally and publicly uh, exonerate the president of these charges. And and in the meantime, in the meantime, make Nancy Pelosi look like a total idiot. Make Adam Schiff look like an idiot. In fact, drag them up. The president was saying just the other day he would want to see Adam Schiff and Nancy Pelosi uh, come before uh, as witnesses, come before the Senate as witnesses. And you know what? <laughs> Even though the president at the moment, at the time, I don't know, uh, he, he, he keeps his own counsel. But it's between him and God as far as is concerned. But he must be uh, accountable, yes, to the people. And since these charges have been levied against him, it would be easy. Easy. Sure, it would be easy to just say uh, Mitch McConnell just take the position or Lindsey Graham uh, take the position that uh, we have the juice, we have the power, uh, the authority, yeah, the leverage, what have you, in our own uh, caucus to dismiss these charges. If that were to occur, then, of course, you would have an asterisk by the presidency, the unique, the amazingly successful administration of this president. You would have an asterisk there, Uh, you know, impeached, but never exonerated. And, 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 And now... Check this out, because this, my friends, is where I believe the Democrats lost their minds and are losing their minds by not withdrawing these impeachment charges. 
you are now coming into the teeth of 2020 elections. It is a presidential election year. Four years uh, have passed since this time uh, before when we, in fact, uh, were trying to get Donald John Trump elected, or at least at this point in time, I was still, at this point in time, four years ago, I was still a um, cruiser. I was a cruiser. Where were you? Where were you four years ago at this very time? What, what, what candidate were you behind four years ago at this very time? Who were you looking at? Well, I was a Ted Cruiser. I was a cruiser. In fact, I was a national surrogate for Ted Cruz, national spokesman, one of the, one of the national spokesmen for Ted Cruz. And uh, let me tell you this. Um, in an amazing it's just amazing to me how you cannot, could not have possibly predicted, at least I would never have uh, thought at this time, four years ago, that I would be here doing what I'm doing here in this location and singing, yes, the praises of the Trump administration. I would not have thought that four years ago at this present time. And so I bring that forward to say this. The Democrats have shown just how ridiculously stupid they are. Because what they have created is a time line disadvantage to themselves and their would-be nominee, which basically puts them in this position. They have weakened all but one, uh, perhaps two, of the strongest candidates, and maybe they don't want either one of them at this time. Think about that. They don't want Bernie. They don't want Bernie Sanders. They do not. They have grown cold uh, on Elizabeth Warren. They've grown cold with her. Uh, Buttigieg, uh, his time's not yet come. Trump would thump him like a little, uh, like he was a sixth grader or something. He'd thump him against the head. It would be a wallop. In fact, Buttigieg may not even win his own state of Indiana. Are you hearing me? He may not even win Indiana. So, you leave Biden. <laughs> and uh, for whatever reason, good or bad, up or down, the Dems want Biden. And and uh, listen, you may think that um, them pushing this like this uh, <laughs> was Nancy Pelosi is a consummate politician. And don't you dare think that she is not this foxy. She is. She did not want any longer Elizabeth Warren. She does not want Bernie. 
Buttigieg, his time has not come yet. Biden is her friend. There's only one way to slow the momentum of Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren and keep them out of sight and out of mind while Bernie continues to build, uh, while uh, Biden, Biden continues to build uh, momentum is to sit down two senators who are running for president that Nancy Pelosi doesn't like. Call them off the field. Klobuchar, call her off the field. And, hey, I've, I've told several people this. I'm going to tell you. Uh, I think Klobuchar is one of those dark horses that you just don't see coming. Yeah, you don't, you don't see her coming. And uh, this next debate, I think it comes up in a couple of weeks here. I would not be surprised, and I'm going to replay this, if, uh, if in fact, if in fact, just like I should replay, uh, I was saying the other day that the Iranians uh, lobbing those bombs, um, oh, missiles over into our base space while shooting down uh, one of their own planes carrying civilians. Except for that shooting down of the planes carrying civilians that killed over 170 people. The Iranians really didn't want to harm any American life because they knew what that would mean. Now, the reason I bring that up is that you, you have all of these little diversions. That is our business. But Nancy Pelosi... If you are watching the game right now, if you're watching how she's playing this game, the way she's playing this game, she is purposely taking off the playing field. She knows she cannot beat Trump. Huh? She, in fact, she knows that uh, if, in fact, she goes through with this, there is a risk of Democrats suffering a huge backlash from the American people when it comes to this, right? Huge backlash. But that's not the important thing to Pelosi at this point in time. This is what's important to her, getting the candidate that she can support. And it's not Bernie Sanders. It is not Elizabeth Warren. I mean, you know, both of them just make her feel older. And I don't know why, uh, you know, that isn't the case with Joe Biden. But for some reason, she does not like Bernie. She does not like Warren. And quite possibly the reason is, in her heart of hearts, Pelosi's a moderate from California, a California moderate, which is way to the left of most of America. But she's a California moderate. Yeah. And there are certain places she really would not want to go and don't want to go as that person, as that person. But she has to in order to hold on to the reins of authority and power in her uh, party. 
because uh, right now, the Democrat Party, if they run the wrong candidate and that candidate is thoroughly trounced, uh, you're talking about huge implications. Biden will run a close race, a closer race. Let me say a closer race just off of name recognition than any of the others. And the way the Democrats play ball, it's really his turn. (laughs) Yeah, you know, really, you know, Joe, everybody's had a turn now at this. Everybody, John McCain, Mitt Romney, Hillary Clinton, you know, everybody's had a turn now of the old establishment. Everybody's had a turn. So um, it's now the vice president, the former vice president's turn. It's attrition. It's, it, it is. It, it has been for a long time. Trump broke that up. It was Jeb Bush's turn, our party. When Trump broke that up. Yeah, yeah, it was Jeb's turn. That's the way the swamp was operating. And Trump broke that up. And Bernie, the reason they don't want Bernie, even though Bernie's probably the last uh, Democrat, honest Democrat politician. Or, or at least one running with a D next to his name, because Bernie should have an S next to his name. Bernie is a socialist. And uh, his strength is young socialist like Cortez, who gave him the biggest turnout that any Democrat uh, you know, candidate has had. Bernie's a socialist, but at least he's an honest one. He wants you to know without any reservation or hesitation that he wants to spend American taxpayer money on programs that he feels creates equality. Health care, like health care, free college and university. <laughs> Yeah, at least he's honest. Nancy Pelosi, on the other hand, she's a brilliant politician because if she takes Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, along with Klobuchar, off of the field, that leaves Biden to play the game that he wants to play. And Biden still has plenty of money. So we'll see what happens. We want to uh, thank you for coming along with us as we build the bridge to conversation right here on the C.L. Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere. And if you don't get both hours of the show, download free the C.L. Bryant Show app in, uh, it's, uh, in the App Store. Tell a friend about it. And, hey, soon, very soon, we're going to be on uh, here locally and uh, in Denver. We're going to be on locally in the Denver area.
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot, on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. So glad to be here with you as we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the CL Bryant show. I am CL Bryant. And uh, hey, when I left you, I, you know, I don't want you to get the wrong idea. Well, then again, maybe it is the the idea that I'm trans that I'm um, you know transmitting. I am sort of singing the praises of Nancy Pelosi. Oh, stop it! <laughs> Grow up. I I am. You give credit where credit is due, and I'm telling you that what she is doing as far as making certain that the candidate she wants to be their party's nominee gets that nomination, the only place she has is to take Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, and Klobuchar off the field uh, chasing this um, impeachment um, debacle. Huh? Yeah. A majority of the Senate has to, you know, make this decision. And so in order to make that informed decision on this particular vote, you have to be there if you're a senator, don't you? Of course you do. Pelosi knows this. And even though people are saying that uh, she... Um, has nothing to do and no say over senatorial uh, politics. Yes, she does. Yeah, she does. By pushing this the way she has pushed it, bringing the attention to uh, herself by holding back on the impeachment articles being turned over to the Senate. Let me tell you something. Uh, you have to give credit where credit is due. And I told, I've told you this before here on this show. People who play at the level of politics like Pelosi, the president, uh, who play at that level. See, that's a, that's a level of political activity. That is absolutely uh, incomprehensible for um, the average person, the average American to grasp, because even though, yeah, we have complicated lives as well, there are intricate moves and positions that are uh, made and positions that are filled and placed um, at that level. That um, the, the average American does not truly understand. We, we really don't get it. And so um, 
when you see Pelosi having made the the type of calculated move that she has made, you have to give that credit because uh I am all into worthy opponents. Now, there are some t- there are some things. Now, yeah, you, you're, you're saying he's singing the praises of Nancy Pelosi. I'm pointing something out to you. I'm pointing out the strength of the adversary you have. She knows that there's no way that Bernie Sanders is going to drag along with him the uh, moderate to right wing of the Democrat Party. If there is such a thing left there and there is in small patches and and, and they have strength, they have power. Uh, The Stinney Hoyers still exist uh, in that party. You still have Bill Clinton uh, still calling some shots somewhere. Al Gore might say something. I don't know. Uh, Barack Obama isn't as far to the left as Bernie Sanders is. Or the Cortez faction of that party. In fact, he's been calling for them to sort of pipe that down. And so Pelosi is smart enough to know that uh, if, in fact, we don't get the right candidate, and, and the only one that they see right now is Bernie, is uh, Joe Biden. Joe Biden is the only true remnant in this presidential race of the Democrat Party. He's a remnant of it in this race, and Pelosi knows it. And so she is, in essence, willing to take the hit for the uh, ridicule this is going to bring on her watch to the Democrat Party. She knows this is going to bring ridicule on her watch to the Democrat Party because this impeachment thing is going to be totally debunked. You have Senate uh, Republican senators saying they are not uh, they will reject any motion to dismiss this. And so that means, my friends, that means that. There's going to be a Senate trial, and it's going to be interesting, the players that come, but it will accomplish two things. It will exonerate the president, and it will effectively give the Democrats Joe Biden as the standard bearer because time, the time that it's going to take to do this Senate thing, it's going to, it's going to take at least... Um, from this point until the time that it is finished, I would say um, another month, maybe two months. And so you're looking at April. Springtime. The March primaries, even March madness, <laughs> would be on and, uh, you know, gone. And they will be bogged down in, they will just be coming out of whatever smoke has cleared from the impeachment debacle. Now, the advantage here, since the president is going to be exonerated, he's going to be acquitted of all, of all this this stuff. And... Now, 
<laughs> there might be another uh, shoe to drop here, even though we have uh, seen a plan that Nancy Pelosi has to ensure that Joe Biden is the nominee from the Democrat Party. But there is another shoe that could drop. And it would be highly unlikely that it did because this would be a shoe that dropped from perhaps the loftiest position since Richard Nixon. There's another shoe that could drop. And that is you pull in Hunter Biden into this Senate hearing. And he folds under questioning. <laughs> oh, oh there, there's a lot of scenarios here. Oh, oh, my goodness. There are so many scenarios here. And in his folding, now, a vice president, a former vice president of the United States, Joe Biden, who was the not just any vice president. No, Joe Biden was just not any vice president. Are you hearing me? Joe Biden was the vice president to the first black president or the first president of color. Let me say that and be quick to correct that. The, the uh, first president of color in the United States. That's who he was. He, he uh, was, you know, the second in command. He was the one who was not going to um, upstage, no drama, Obama, right? Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah, Joe Biden. And so Joe Biden, it, it, by proxy, in the uh, subconscious hearts and mind of some minorities, many Democrats, he is he has the uh the the the, the uh, he's been touched by the pixie dust of Obama in their mind, although Obama doesn't seem to be that enthused about Uncle Joe. <laughs> but he will. He'll 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 get enthused again. And he'll say stuff like, uh, well, you know, I you know, I just stayed measure straight out of it. <laughs> Just Joe be Joe, <laughs> and so he's not he's not going to uh, show his hand. Although he's still the titular head of the Democrat Party, Barack Obama is, but he's not going to show his hand until he has to. And uh, let me tell you something: the last thing even Barack Obama wants to do is come out and anoint Bernie Sanders or Buttigieg and certainly not Pocahontas. He doesn't want to do it. I don't blame him. But I know he doesn't want to do that. And so, folks, uh, here we are. Here we are. We are here now. Um, looking at a Senate trial that's going to take place. And I think uh, the president is kind of make the way he's made up. <laughs> he loves the fight. 
you know, I love, like a good fight myself. Um, got to get me a heavy bag. <laughs> Start working on a heavy bag again. Um, but the president, he loves he loves working out on the heavy bag. He loves throwing punches. And so um, we're going to have a, a, a punch out. We're going to have a, a slug fest coming up. The, the House um, is to vote on uh, sending impeachment to Senate. And there's a lot of things that can go on with that now that uh, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who said Tuesday that uh, the House will likely vote Wednesday on sending uh, the articles of impeachment against President Donald Trump to the Senate to start the historic trial. Oh, and yes, it's it is historic. Pelosi is crazy like a fox. And you have right now the president of the United States, who is also crazy like a fox. It is going to be interesting. This is the one thing that you and I need to be certain of, though. And that is we are still in charge of this country. If you want to see Pelosi gone, then you have to vote her out. If you want to see Republicans in office, then you have to vote. Uh, if you want to see people who at least talk your talk, you have to vote. Okay? You have to vote. And so uh, here we are uh, once again uh, about to go where we haven't really gone before. And um, that is, my friends, into a place where we are truly beginning to, to see into the, the, uh, the bowels of political activity, if you pay attention. You will be able to peer into the bowels of political activity. When we talked about draining the swamp, and when I come back uh, after the, the the top of the hour, if you don't get both out of the show, of the show download free uh, the C.L. Bryant show in the apps in the app store. But friends, when we talk about draining the swamp. That means that you can then go and see where things that have died, was buried, are located. You're able to see where they're located. The, the swamp, and the swamp creatures, they lived in this type of squalor, which, of course, you pay for. And they operate in this type of squalor. And they have put up a uh, incredible fight to make certain that the swamp is not drained. They like the tepid, putrid waters of that swamp that was Washington, D.C. But the draining process has now uh, it, it caused you, the American citizen, become more engaged than you ever have been before. And 
even though this trial is all uh, kangaroo type of stuff. It's built on innuendo. That's that's it. That's it. And and dislike. But what it has caused is the even further draining of the swamp. Now, hey, there were a lot of people of faith who um, uh, prayed and about supporting this president, right? Because, well, he was just different. The man was, let's just face it. He was different. And many of us, many of us at the time were not necessarily leaning toward Donald John Trump. I'm talking about evangelicals. But there were evangelicals. This is my point. There were many evangelicals. My good friend, uh, uh, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown. Yes. He told me, C.L., he's from South Africa. And, and he said to me, he said, C.L., he's the man for now. <laughs> and, 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 and that, he said that. And, and you know what? I was actually kind of miffed at him. Because how how is it possible that you you could take him as your first choice? But he was right. And you know what? When we look at so many people that have been used throughout history, and I believe by the creator, God. When you look at how how seemingly, seemingly imperfect they were, he took those imperfections and he used them for his glory. Isn't that amazing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. David. Solomon. Saul. Oh, Hezekiah. You, 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 just, you just name them. Even Job. Adam. Go all the way to Moses. Abraham. All imperfect. You wouldn't like any of them. If you don't like uh, what God is doing in and through the life of Donald John Trump, you'd never like any of the, the people I've named. You would have not have liked them. They were all so imperfect. And so are you. And so this is the important thing for you to understand. Is that we, the people are being able now to engage the political arena more so because of grassroots movement that have dared to spearhead certain activities, challenging so many to become statesmen is giving you great opportunity. We're going to talk more about it when I come back with more of the C.L. Bryant Show. Don't go anywhere. Download free the C.L. Bryant Show app. You thought I was worth saving So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping So you cleaned me up inside 
Red State Talk Radio is now available as a voice command on your Amazon Echo and Echo Dot by simply saying, Alexa, play Red State Talk Radio. Red State Talk Radio on TuneIn. Turn to every single American. Now, we've been hearing all these stories about sanctuary cities, sanctuary cities that... You can now find us on the Amazon Echo and Echo Dot on TuneIn, on iHeartRadio, and we also have the phone apps in the App Store for your particular phone. And just in case we activated your Echo Dot, Alexa, stop. Stand up for America. Then Americans, stand up, stand up, stand up. God bless you. God bless America. CL back with you on this great day in the USA. Thank you so much for being here and um, with us on this day where we build the bridge to conversation daily right here on the CL Bryant show. Shout out to Red State Talk Radio, uh, who uh, is uh, our flagship station currently and uh, also to Loving Liberty. And Liberty uh, Roundtable. I want to thank all of them for carrying me and their family uh, around the world, around the globe. Uh, we're heard. And, of course, uh, throughout every corner of the United States. I want to thank all the terrestrial stations, um, several who uh, carry us in replay. Thank you for that. Uh, when I left, I was talking about how um, the uh, Dems are in uh, kind of a, a, a quandary in uh, what they have to do to get to where they want to go and the obstacle that they face in seeing this swamp drained and it's at their it's at their their own doing this this is happening because of them the, the the swamp that they so love, they have actually put it in jeopardy of being drained even swifter, uh, uh, quicker than um, it may have been if they had played ball with the president. And it's strange how we're talking about where were you four years ago? Who were you with four years ago? Who were you in uh, supporting four years ago this time? Because all you had the candidates lined up. Yeah, yeah, you did. You had the candidates lined up and uh, Trump had come down the elevator and all of that, you know, at this time. And so um, we're we're looking at uh, debates ourselves, slapping people around. You know, <laughs> these primaries are coming up and all of that. And so um, who would have thunk it four years ago right now, except for those who uh, believed in uh, the Trump candidacy from the very, very beginning? And there's many, many from all walks, evangelicals, uh, conservative, uh, fiscal and um, social conservatives did like Donald John Trump. And I told you that my good friend, uh, uh, Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, did indeed uh, was sign on early to the Trump campaign. And who would have known that draining the swamp would have been something that is so 
tantamount to the way Americans were thinking at the time and how it would actually catch fire. It would become something that uh, would, would, would be on fire, would catch fire in the swamp. It would be a brush fire across America. And he would defeat uh, four, was it four living, five living presidents and 16 establishment types to gain the nomination. Where were you four years ago? Who were you supporting? Well, we've come to this this Senate trial now, <laughs> three years in, <laughs> three years into uh, the, his presidency, three years in, um, we have now come to a a place where he is on trial. Now, four years ago, not only would you not have thought that Donald John Trump would become president of the United States, it was still unlikely, except in those who saw something. And even in, in him, he saw something that made him run. Uh, we would not have thought that he would be president. Most of America would not have thought that. But he became president, and and three years later into his presidency, he's on trial before the Senate. He's going to be on trial before the Senate on something that he will be acquitted of. But who would have thought it? four years ago that this would be where we as Americans would be and in saying that if you would have if you would have thought so if you would have thought that the president would be on trial impeachment trial in front of the Senate you would also think that the economy of the United States would be in shambles wouldn't you? Yes, you would. You would think that the economy of the United States would be in shambles, but it's not. In fact, it is absolutely thriving. It's thumping along. You would think that three years into his presidency, first term presidency, and the, the, the president of the United States, Donald John Trump, is now uh, going to be landing in front of the Senate on impeachment charges, trial charge. He's going to be on trial in front of the Senate on impeachment charges. You would think that unemployment would be absolutely rampant in this country, wouldn't you? But it is not. You would think that somehow the bottom had fallen out of the stock market in order for this president uh, to be charged with the things that he's charged with and to be on trial before the Senate fighting impeachment. You would think that somehow he and his policies would have been responsible for the fall in the stock market, wouldn't you? The stock market has performed in ways that it has never performed. 
You would think that, wouldn't you? <laughs> you would think that there had to be a smoking gun witness who, in fact, had conversations taped with the president about how he was colluding with the Ukrainian president. <laughs> to, 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 to fix or to help fix the 2020 election by investigating Joe Biden's son. You would think that you'd have somebody who uh, was had him red-handed, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. But that's not real either. That would have to be a real Russian somewhere who has who is able to link the president and Putin as actual half brothers. <laughs> You would, you would think that that would be somewhere on the table, but it's not. Nowhere close. Nowhere close. And so, friends, I am not surprised uh, that here we are four years later. And three years into the presidency of Donald John Trump, that we are seeing this type of lunacy take place. It is because the swamp is definitely being drained and they must do all they can to stop it. Even if it means the Democrats I'm talking about, even if it means (laughs) their own demise. It's it's the epitome of cutting off your nose to spite your face. Just let's not play with him at all. Uh, Yeah, we have said that he's not fit to be present, and that is what we are going to stick to. Even though the economy is booming, even though unemployment is in in so in fact in factions that you've not seen is lower than it's ever been in American history, even though the stock market has seen unparalleled heights, even though we have gained yes we have regained awesome respect internationally among around the world among our peers and our enemies, we have gained regained in. International respect. The Chinese, they may not like us, but you had better believe they respect us. The Iranians will never like us. They might if you get rid of the Ayatollahs and the Mullahs. Get rid of them. And I think if the Iranians can see what they can be, they just very well may like us again. But even the Ayatollah, even the mullahs, they don't like Donald John Trump and they do not like the great Satan they call America. That is that they call America the great Satan. 
They don't like us, but uh, they hate that they must fear us. And the only reason that they are having to fear us is because they want to do us and the world harm. Yeah, something has to be done to tamp down our fear of them. And the only way to hold them at bay presently is for them to fear what we can do to them. That is the reality of being able to look into the bowels of politics. That, my friends, is how the sausage is made. And it ain't pretty. We don't have soldiers, war fighters for nothing. It ain't pretty the way it is. And when you're able to look into the bowels of politics, you got to be prepared to see what you are going to see. And you must understand it ain't pretty. Hey, folks, this is the real talk. This is the reality of where we are and who we are at this point in time. We are in a fight. As I kicked off the week telling you uh, and closed out last week, I've told you this, that we are in a fight. Realize it. Understand it. Embrace the fight. Fight the good fight so that we may keep the faith of how our nation was founded so that whatever course that we're on, we may finish it as well. I'm CL. Don't go anywhere. After the top of the hour, we'll be back at you with the second hour of the CL Bryant Show. Download free the CL Bryant Show app. And, of course, follow me on Twitter at Rev CL Bryant. Be back after a brief word. 